This is The Bouquet Toss, a wedding planning podcast brought to you by TheBudgetSavvyBride.com to help you decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. Welcome back to The Bouquet Toss. Today, we're fangirling a little bit because our guest is Ryan Cabrera, the platinum-winning singer-songwriter who brought us smash hits like On the Way Down, True, and Shine On. His fifth full-length album is due out later this year, but first, he'll debut his new single called Worth It. We got a sneak preview and can absolutely say this will be the song of the upcoming wedding season. It is totally first dance worthy and so sweet. Inspired by his now wife, Worth It is Ryan's love letter to the journey that led him to his soulmate. And the best part? The music video for Worth It features actual footage of Ryan's gorgeous wedding that he planned himself. We're so excited for the chance to sit down with Ryan to discuss his own wedding planning journey and, of course, his new music. Welcome, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Quite the intro. I like that. (laughs) We have to do you justice. Yeah, so sweet. So, okay, let's start off with, you know, we're going to have people that think they know some stuff about Ryan Cabrera, Mm -hmm. right? But, like, Mm -hmm. let's have some details that we might not know about you. So, where are you from? Where's your wife from? Where did you guys choose to get married? All the things. Well, for all the people who you know have, have no idea, I'm a singer-songwriter from Dallas, Texas, and uh, my beautiful wife is from Columbus, Ohio. She is a WWE wrestler known as Alexa Bliss, and um, we just got married in April in Palm Desert, California. Actually, the weekend before Coachella, so it was quite uh, it was quite interesting trying to plan around that. But so we uh, we planned it in Palm Desert. It was absolutely beautiful. Very hot. We had the, I think one of the hottest weekends of uh, of April's ever recorded. So that was quite interesting. But it was amazing. Did your guests get to like? easily go from your wedding to Coachella after? Some people did, yeah. Some people stayed the week. They ended up getting their place, you know, early because of the wedding and was like, oh, perfect. Because now, you know, typically when people are booking stuff for Coachella, you know, if they do it late, they ain't getting a place. That's all. Everything sells out so quickly. But luckily we planned, we planned this wedding for, I want to say about a year and a half. So we gave ourselves plenty of time to make sure plan, you know, make sure there was enough hotels and, you know, Airbnbs and houses and all that kind of fun stuff. And then also too, you know, I think it was important. We wanted to enjoy being engaged. We knew we were going to get married. It wasn't like, oh, okay, let's just get married, you know, in four or five months. No, no, that works for some people. But for us, we loved being engaged and knowing that we had something to look forward to for a while and then um, take our time planning it because there's a lot of, a lot of things that come out of nowhere that you're like, oh my gosh, thank God we're not, you know, we still have a year to figure that out kind of thing. I love that. I think it's, you know, it's something that's a good reminder to everyone. You're only engaged for like this finite amount of time. You only have so much time to call each other fiance, you know? And so like really relish in that and taking your time in the planning process gives you so many more options as well. So I love that. Yeah. Enjoy being engaged. It's fun. Yeah. So we also have heard that you were pretty involved in the planning, which is something that we love to see because we're all about like let's bust this idea that if you're getting married a man and a woman that like the woman's gonna do it all seems like you are like a pretty involved (laughs) member here can you talk about that well in our relationship she's lex is very easygoing just so she's she's usually just like down for whatever and i'm the kind of the planner and the organizer i've always been kind of 
a host of like, you know, people in LA know that I like having people over. I have like, you know, dinner parties and game nights and, you know, I like to plan things for friends. And so I've kind of been preparing to do something like this for my whole life. And I've always been like a very, very like hopeless romantic kind of guy. You know, I love planning things and I also am very, you know, attentive and I listen a lot. So from the beginning of me and Lex's relationship, I was always you know, listening for little Easter eggs of things that I could kind of surprise her with later. And another thing, so I love surprising people, you know, whatever it may be, like, you know, I'll tell, you know, a buddy or or Lex that, you know, we're going to, you know, we're just going to go to a movie or something. And then the next thing, you know, we're, you know, at Coldplay, you know, at the Hollywood Bowl, you know, something, things like that, like I love doing. So along our relationships, so fellas, if you are, you know, one of those planners, and this can go, you know, for the ladies as well, whether you're planning for your lady or your man, whatever it is, you know, I, I always listen from the beginning of little things, and then I would bring them up later. And she'd be like, oh my God, how did you know I love that? I'd be like, well, I remember on, you know, our second date, you mentioned this, and I kept that in the back of my head, not in like a crazy way, but, you know, with, with our relationship, I, I wanted to, you know, when we, if we would go on dates or, you know, obviously one day get married, these are things that I could do for her at the wedding. But anyway, long story short, yes, I am the planner uh, in the relationship. and But I do it, you know, I did a lot of it. You know, obviously we had a lot of help and, and Lex was very involved with ideas. So everything that I did try to do, it was with her in mind of things that one, okay, I know she loves, you know, boy bands too. I know she loves, you know, Bowling for Soup, you know, certain things like that where I'm like, okay, I'm going to suggest this and see if she loves it. And obviously everything was with her in mind and, and uh, obviously myself, things that we both love as a couple and that we both love personally. So when it came down to actually the ideas and the planning, it wasn't that hard. But now when it comes down to the the little things and the stuff that are, you know, that we didn't know anything about, we hired a friend of ours, L.A. Anderson from L.A. Events to kind of put it all together. She was the glue that to make it all happen. Um, anyone that thinks that they can just do it all themselves is out of their mind, I think. So it was definitely, you know, a team effort. But with, you know, there were some things that I, I, I had to pull off, you know, some strings I had to pull that I was like, okay, if, uh, you know, one day when I do get married, I got to somehow pull that off kind of thing. What were those things? Tell us. Obviously, you know, all of our friends performing at the wedding, you know, I, you know, I was like, hey, remember that time uh, I did that charity show for your, your daughter's school or, you know, blah, blah. You want to pop up at our wedding and maybe perform <laughs> a song or two? So, a lot of a lot of friends, you know, graced us with incredible performances that I think will live on for a lifetime. You know, a lot of people are like, why go to Coachella? Your wedding is pretty much a festival. But we based it around things like that that we love. You know, we both love music, obviously. Um, so that was a very, very important to us. We love games, so we're big gamers. So we had to have at our cocktail hour, um, we had cornhole, we had giant life-size Connect Fours, Farkle tables, um, like which is a dice game, stuff like that. We, we basically decided that from the second you walk in, we wanted everybody to have fun and let loose and there not be a point to where someone could even attempt to say, well, that part, you know, between this and this was kind of boring, you know. So when you walked in, we had um, my friend who has a company called Bubble Tap Trailers had these like trailers that have champagne kegerator type things. So the second you walk in, there's a kegerator of champagne. So people have, you know, get just greeted with champagne. And then I had um, a live harp player. My friend Lexi performed. She played all these like covers with a harp and she sings with it. So I called a favor from her. And then my buddy, Tyler Ward, who I know Lexi was a big fan of, 
uh, flew in, you know, to perform at the beginning. So little Easter eggs, you know, where people look over like, oh, wait, I recognize him. Wait, I know her from, you know, YouTube or like, things like that to where they just start walking in and they're automatically having fun. And then, of course, obviously the NSYNC boys jumping up on stage was a highlight because Lex got to get up and dance with them and do Bye Bye Bye. I feel like she's been, you know, kind of training for that her whole life with Darren's <laughs> dance groups. Um, Haven't we all? Like, like yes, the rest yes. of us. Yeah. Very and then, good. you know, having Patron out there set up like, you know, their photo booths and like have the obviously like having uh, food trucks for us was was a big yas. And uh, for, for, uh, we, were, we were all about those food trucks. I love that. Yeah. It really sounds like you leaned a lot on your network, which is something we encourage couples to do in their planning process. You know, you are fortunate to have lots of really talented friends that you were able to bring mm-hmm. in and, and add to that like special, like personalized feel for your day. And yeah. any, any couple can do that no matter who their friends are. They might just not be as splashy as your uh, circle. <laughs> it doesn't matter who it is, you know, as, as long as they're important to you, you know, like that's what made it special. Obviously, you know, writing a song like Worth It, Lexi walked down the aisle to Worth It. And we were like, okay, there's a lot of songs, you know, that you could choose from, but we wanted something that was really special and unique to us. And what better way to do it than write a song for her? Now, obviously, everybody can't do that, but, you know, you want to choose stuff that is unique to you. So for our first dance, uh, one of her favorite songs, we're big Disney people as well, but one of her favorite Disney songs is Eye to Eye from uh, a Goofy movie. So I was like, okay, how do we how do we do something special with that? So I went into the studio and I recorded a slowed down wedding version of Eye to Eye for our first dance. And I surprised her with that. But little things, you know, little surprises just to make it unique. One of the things that made our wedding so special for us was that the rule was there are no rules. All these people trying to tell us, okay, but you have to do that and have to do that. And we were like, well, do we? Like, do you really have to do it this way or do it that way? And I think one of the things that people appreciated about our wedding was that, wait, that wedding was basically like just you guys. Everything was so y'all. One of the, I think my biggest pieces of advice when planning your wedding is just make it you. There is no rule. Um, We knew it was going to be a a shit show. And that was the theme of our wedding. It was called Welcome to the Shit Show. From the second you walked in, that's what it was all about. You know, it was rock star themed. So we're like, wear whatever you want. Let your freak flag fly. If there was ever a time to express yourself, this is the time to do it. So, yeah, I mean, that was basically the theme of our our wedding was the rule was there is no rule. We read an interesting uh, note you had for your guests about the dress code, something uh-huh. along the lines of of Harry Styles. Like, do you want to share a bit more about that? Uh, yeah, we we did. We we had a little WWHD kind of thing, like, and that goes for you know with with for both male and female. You know, what would Harry Styles do? What would Harry wear? Kind of thing. Amazing. Um, and so people like would look up pictures, like, wait, I can wear this. And we're like, absolutely. You know, we had. Um, well, here, here's what's funny is, so I've had a lot of, uh, I've, I've messed with a bunch of friends before and I, I have had instances where I've had parties that I would tell, um, I told one of my buddies, my old tour manager, Adam, that it was going to be a costume party. Um, so wear your best <laughs> costume. And this was like a live charity, like gala that I had at my house, like a live from Ryan's living room thing. And he showed up in a, a full New York Yankees baseball outfit, had the mitt, had the cleats, had everything from head to toe and turned out it was not at all a costume party <laughs> or a theme party. So there was a lot of people who have known me, you know, kind of for that kind of stuff. We were like, wait, am I going to show up to this wedding 
you know, and just look like a complete <laughs> idiot? Uh, is this really like, what would Harry Styles wear? We're like, no, absolutely. Like, wear whatever you want. So they'd be like, is this okay? We're like, 100%. We're like, you can wear shorts if you want. Whatever makes you happy, be yourself uh, and enjoy it. I mean, this is like music to our ears because this is exactly the advice we're always trying to give brides and grooms who are in that like pressure stage of planning their wedding. Everyone yeah. feels beholden to these like rules and traditions, but we're always trying to be like, there literally are no rules. Everything yeah. that you think you're being told that you have to do is just something that other people did because they did. And like, the only thing that makes you married is the actual marriage certificate, <laughs> you know, exchanging your vows, doing that actual mm -hmm. thing. That's what makes you married. Nothing else does. So right. love that you're like a spokesperson for this no rules thing. Were there any specific wedding traditions that you were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that? Um, I mean, well, the way we did ours, we did we did a first look during the day, like after we got ready, because we wanted to do all of our pictures at a certain time and get them out the way so we could attend our cocktail hour. We wanted to be, because we're like, okay, this is one day of our life. It's going to go by so fast. Like we didn't want it, there to be a point where we didn't attend any of this fun stuff that we'd been planning yeah. for a year and a half. And also it's expensive. So we're like, okay, we're paying all this money. We want to be a part of every, every bit of it. Cause this yeah. is, you know, this is about, you know, you know, us getting married, but it's also about, you know, us spending time with, you know, the people that we love. So we wanted to spend as much time as possible. So we saw, we did a first look and it was just as, you know, uh, powerful and epic, you know, as, you know, seeing her walk down the aisle, because even seeing her later walk down the aisle, it was, it was, you know, even more special, you know, because I was now anticipating that. So for anybody that thinks they have to do, you know, well, no, I have to see him for the first time when they're walking down the aisle, you know, it's, uh, it's a bad luck thing. You know, I, I was like, yeah, luck is something, you know, you decide. So we saw each other and then uh, we did pictures and stuff because we had, uh, I want to say by the end, 17 uh, grooms people and brides people. We call them people because they, you know, we had guys, we had girls. So now trying to get photos with 17 people, like after the ceremony, uh, could have been a nightmare. So we wanted cool photos to remember by. So during the day, we did all our pictures. And then also, you know, there was one point like during sunset, we were, we ran off real quick and took a couple like cool pictures there um, to, I think, having a shot boy and shot girl go down the aisle first, uh, kind of set the tone for what was about to happen. I don't think that's very traditional. Um, so wait, had, instead of a flower girl or whatever, can you explain more about that? Well, to kick it off, yeah, we had uh, two of our friends that, you know, we, that were in the wedding party, you know, we deemed as shot boy and shot girl, they had buckets of fireball to go down the aisle. They were threw out, you know, shots to the audience. Everybody was going crazy. And then, and then it got a little more serious. We had um, three flower girls, which was amazing. And then, uh, and then we had the wedding party come down and, you know, some of the wedding party was like, you know, should we just walk down the aisle or should we look you know we're like dude do whatever you want to do if you want to dance down the aisle dance down the aisle if you want to kick you know your shoe off kick your shoe off just make it special like well we don't want to you know overshadow the groom and the bride we're like you're not going to overshadow the groom and the bride you see her look at her in her dress like ain't nobody overshadowing that girl so uh, we're like just be yourself have fun make memories also be prepared for the unexpected you know and going with that our uh, suits weren't ready in time. So for all the guys on me and Lexi's bridal party, the suits didn't come in. So the day before, 
we had everybody just go to uh, Zara, pick up some pants. I was like, just grab some blue pants. It doesn't even matter what shade of blue. It doesn't matter if they match, whatever, as long as they're somewhat blue. And then we'll just go, just have everybody go shirts. And if you want to wear a tie, wear a tie. If you want to, don't wear a tie, don't wear a tie. As long as you're all doing it together, we're all in this together. And it and ended up looking awesome. So that was an audible literally the day before. Of, wow. Where I was like, you know, because if you have it in your mind, I, here's exactly how I want the pictures to look. Here's exactly how I want, you know, this to look on that day. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. Nothing is going to happen exactly the way you want it to happen. Nothing is going to be perfect. Um, as long as you know that going in, then there's nothing, you know, you need to stress about. Let whatever happen happens. You know, we had, it was, you know, record-breaking heat that day. So we have DJ White Shadow getting ready to DJ. All of a sudden, the computer shuts down because it's too hot. So we're like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? Um, so we scrambled, we found like a bucket of ice. We put the computer on ice and then it started working. So that we had music for that. And then, you know, it was, got windy all of a sudden. And then, you know, the canopy of the shade just blew off. So we're like, well, there goes that. Time to just get hot. We're all, we're all in this together. We're all gonna be hot and sweaty together. All good. Another tip, have if you're doing an outside wedding, have plenty of water or inside. Make sure you have enough water because you want everybody to last. That is something that a lot of brides and grooms forget, just like to feed themselves and to drink water on the day. It's a good tip. Yeah, uh -huh. there was so, so much great advice in there. And I really love like hearing from the groom's perspective. I mean, you touched on so many points that are like very in alignment with things we talk about on the podcast all the time from focusing on what actually matters, like those moments yeah. and those that connecting with your guests and we're big advocates of the first look too, since you get more time to actually do that. So and also, you're going to have all like, you know, your parents telling you, you know, what you should wear, all that kind of stuff. Here's how you should do it. You got to do what's right for you. You know, it's your day. You know, obviously, there's going to be some people, you know, whose opinions are very important to you and you want to take. But at the end of the day, it's your wedding. Wear what you want to wear. Amen. It seems like traditions <laughs> weren't something you were like too worried about. Did Lex do like the traditional bouquet toss? Did you do the garter toss situation? Or were you like, eh, we don't really care about that? Babe, did we do the the, the garter toss or bouquet toss? No, we forgot. Oh my God, that's <laughs> amazing. Oh, we had that, that, we had, we had that awesome garter, right? We have it still, obviously. Yeah, we, we, we forgot, you know, you get, you get wrapped up in the moment. Yeah, there's what? too much to do. Oh my gosh, that's right. So we also, we got these giant Moet champagnes, like custom made, like these giant beautiful things that we were gonna do the knife, you know, cork thing with the, uh, instead of doing a cake, because we didn't want to do a full cake thing. Lexi's like not really a big cake person. So we're like, oh, we'll just have a Ben and Jerry's, you know, station and then we'll do a champagne thing. Yeah, we saw that bottle of champagne. We forgot to do that. <laughs> That can be your first anniversary uh, there it like is. celebration instead of the there cake, you know, the year later. There you go. Yeah, babe. One year anniversary. We're popping that champagne. Yeah. She says, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Well, you know, there's going to there's gonna be little things like that that happen, you know, like that's just part of such a crazy day that there's so much going on, literally so much going on. And there was so much fun being had that we forgot to do those things. It's <laughs> amazing. But that's the best, honestly. Yeah. Just picture it. It's the day of your wedding. You're getting ready with your favorite people. What do you need? A mimosa, of course. That's where Oza comes in. Co-owned by Joe Jonas, Oza's cocktails are all natural, gluten-free, and have 80% less sugar than the average drink. And with flavors like classic mimosa, peach bellini, and fizzy red and white sangria, 
all made with real juice and sparkling wine. There's an Oza for everyone. Listeners of the Bouquet Toss can get a free four-pack plus free shipping on their first order. Just use the link provided in this episode's show notes. Whether your wedding is at home or at a venue, BYOB with Oza canned cocktails to celebrate your day the savvy way. And learn more at drinkoza.com. That's drinkoza.com. Okay, so I need to ask a few questions about this song that you wrote for her. Um, as as a songwriter, is this something like I feel like there must have been pressure your entire life that you would be writing a song for your wedding? Like, did you think your whole life like, oh, I'm gonna ha- like I'm gonna write a song for my wedding, or was this like never? No, you never thought about this. Never, no, it never, it, no, it just happened organically. That was never even a thought in my mind that I would ever write a song for you know our wedding. Um, the way it went down was when I met. Lex and like we started hanging out you know this I knew it immediately and you know as cheesy as it was I literally told her the second night we ever hung out that I'm gonna marry you one day and that was and I knew it like I knew it because I'd been through this road of you know great relationships terrible relationships you know okay relationships like all you know ups and downs and um I've been through everything I needed to go through to figure out like when I do meet like the one for me like I'll know it and luckily, you know, I was right. You know, I, I didn't knew that there was something different about this relationship. And all of a sudden that sparked, you know, a creative part of my brain that was like, oh my God, I'm inspired again. And that relationship literally inspired me to, to write, you know, new, new music. I hadn't wrote uh, new music for myself. Um, I've been writing for other artists for a little bit, but I haven't, you know, wasn't inspired to write anything. And then uh, after, you know, our relationship kind of started to blossom, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get to the studio. And then I wrote this song and then I texted her immediately, like right after I laid down the vocal, I was like, I think I just wrote, you know, the best song of my life. And she's like, oh, cool. What's it about? And I'm like, you'll find out. Um, And the song is, you know, obviously about, you know, my journey to get to her and not settling for anything. Um, The song was, you know, about, is really just about like, all the crap that I had to go through that led to you was totally worth it. You know, at the time I didn't realize that, you know, we all have breakups and, you know, sad moments and all these terrible things that we go through and we think I'm never going to find somebody else. And, you know, maybe I should have changed, you know, to make them a little more happy. And it's like, no, 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 never compromise who you are, never change, you know, who you are just to make somebody happy because you think that's what you should do. And that's what this song is about. And then it just made sense for us to be like, okay, why would we walk down the aisle to a song that somebody else wrote about somebody else? Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be a writer and write a song about her and us. Um, so it was kind of a no brainer. And then at that point I was like, you know, why use footage and, you know, make some uh, fake video with a, you know, a treatment that isn't real. And, you know, why not just share our love story um, in hopes that this music video that is our wedding and one of the greatest days of our life, we want that to inspire, you know, other people who maybe may be in a relationship that they know, you know, isn't quite right, but they're maybe trying to make it right. Hopefully it inspires them to be like, you know what? No, I'm not settling until, you know, I get the person that treats me the way I deserve to be treated. That's why we wanted to, you know, make this video our love story and show the world that like, you know, it is worth it, you know, waiting for that right person. That's beautiful. I love that so much. I also really love that by having the 
music video be your wedding and like us now knowing so many more of the details about like how personal your wedding was now you're getting to share not only your advice in terms of relationships and waiting for the right mm-hmm. thing with the world but you're also getting to invite them into this incredible day that you created with like the vision that you had for your wedding being all about you two and celebrating mm-hmm. your love with the people that you love and i just love that this the music video is now going to forever be like representing that for yeah me too watch it. and it's it's so cool to have something that you know um we can show our kids and they can show their grandkids something that'll live on beyond a video you know random music video it's so beautiful and i mean the lyrics really are touching excited for everybody to listen to it we're definitely going to link it in our show notes and all of that I think it, it has the potential to like dethrone, um, should I say this, Sari? We talked about this before we jumped on, but like, watch out Ed Sheeran, watch out Perfect. Oh, like this, this could take it down. It's really good. We, we really love it. Thank you so much. We're making this the wedding song. We're doing it. Let's do it. Let's put it out there. Let's put it out there in the world. That's awesome. Not to like take it to this like opposite way, but Mm -hmm. if there was anything that happened that maybe you would do differently based on like looking at things in hindsight. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We forgot to eat the ice cream truck. We got the Ben and Jerry's. We were very, very adamant about we want to make sure we eat, you know, Um, because you got to, you know, get your food in because you're so busy talking to people that you kind of forget to eat. So we're like, make sure we remember to eat. But we split a heavy handed burger. We had the Yamashiro truck. And then on the other side, which we didn't even see was the gastro garage, like these donuts and then the Ben and Jerry's truck. We missed out on that. But with that being said, we had told, you know, our wedding coordinator, in every meeting that we had at the end of the night, make sure that you go to the heavy handed food truck, which was like these smash burgers and fries, which is like one of our favorites in Los Angeles. So we're like, make sure. I don't care if there is even one guest at this wedding and let's say the buses break down and no one shows up. As long as at the end, we get our heavy handed in our room. So that way at the end of the wedding, after the whole night is done, me and Lex get to sit there, throw on some Love Island and smash some heavy-handed cheeseburgers. That's how we want to end our wedding night, you know, after other things as well. But so after, we, after we're done with everything, we want a heavy-handed cheeseburger waiting in our room. So she knew that. And, uh, you know, after like the third or fourth, you know, meeting with her, she's like, and we brought it up again. She's like, no, 100%. Only thing that matters to you guys is you get, you know, your food truck food waiting in your room when you get done with the wedding. So we get uh, back to our room and we're there and there was no food. <gasps> so we were, we were a little upset. Now we're in the Palm Desert. This is now one in the morning and we're at, you know, Campa Villa, you know, which is its own like estate in and of itself. Um, so basically getting Postmates or Uber Eats or any of that kind of stuff was looking real slim. There was one thing open and it was an Arby's and it took forever to get there. So we had, we'd stayed up like an extra hour um, to get this Arby's and Lexi texts Adam, our best man and minister. We had uh, one of my best friends. I had two best men, by the way, but one of my best men and also the minister of our wedding, the man who just married us. Lex texted him because he was saying downstairs like, hey, our Arby's just got here. Can you bring it up? So he does, drops it off. And then next thing you know, that was our night. And, you know, uh, we come to find out because, you know, we text our wedding court. We were like, we didn't want to, she did such a good job and everything went off so amazing. We didn't want to give her too much crap. We're like, you know what? It is what it is. The wedding was 
epic. Not even gonna say anything about it. So fast forward to our honeymoon. We're in Hawaii. And the way we did our honeymoon was we did a half and a half see. So the first half we did just us in Hawaii um, at a very you know special place you know that meant something for us. And so we did that four days there. And then we had four days where we had six of our best friends come visit us. So we had these two couples and then our best man slash minister, Adam Blaine, calling him up full name there. <laughs> because he deserves to be called out full name. Mr. Adam Blaine, uh, who's also tattooed on my arm, by the way, he he's with us. We have, we do this boat. We, you know, we had, you know, some rum cocktails. He had maybe had one or two rum cocktails too many. And he goes, listen, guys, I gotta, I gotta complain about something. And we're like, what's up? He goes, so on your wedding night, I'm downstairs. I'm with a girl that, you know, I've liked for a while and, you know, I wanted to kind of tell her I liked her or whatever. We're in the kitchen. All of a sudden, one of the coordinators walks in with this white bag and she's walking around the house and I see her and it smelled so good. And it was two heavy handed cheeseburgers and fries. And I kind of maybe kind of thought they could be for y'all too, but I wasn't completely sure. And we ate them and they were absolutely delicious and they were the best burgers I've ever had. And I regret nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and so by the way, Lex couldn't even eat the Arby's because she had like an allergic reaction to it. So it was already another thing that went wrong. So she didn't even get to eat any food. Yeah. He goes, and I regret nothing because it was the best cheeseburger and fries (laughs) I've ever had. And I was drunk and it was so good. And then, yeah, and then I, I realized, you know, he got Lex's text like, hey, we ordered Arby's, can you bring it, can you pick it up at the gate? So he's like, yeah, that's when I kind of confirmed that, yeah, that was definitely for you. But um, oh. I, he's like, I regret nothing. I'm like, oh my gosh. What a funny story. I'm sure you guys yeah. will be telling that for years to come. Oh, we tell everybody because everyone knows that we were bummed that we didn't get our heavy handed that night. They're like, if there was anything in the wedding that, you know, went wrong, what was it? We're like, we were a little bummed we didn't get the heavy handed because we had told, you know, the wedding coordinators in every meeting that all we cared about was getting that food at the end of the night and it never showed up. I think new plan for your first anniversary, you have to get those burgers and fries in addition to the champagne that you forgot to open oh, on the day of. It, it was one of, it was definitely something we'll be doing again. We also decided that, yeah, every year for our anniversary, um, we're gonna try to get everybody back together, bring that love back together in one room. Uh, sh- welcome to the shit show part two, anniversary. <laughs> and we can finally do the champagne and we're gonna get our heavy hand of that night. Adam's getting none. He's getting, <laughs> he's, he's getting, he's getting leftover Arby's. Yes. He's getting Arby's. Yes. Yeah. And he's got, he's, got to, he's got to watch us eat it. <laughs> uh, this whole I time, that. I was like trying to figure out how to fix the Ben and Jerry situation because I was really upset for you about that. I think I'm more uh-huh. upset about this burger situation because like knowing, like expecting that and then not having it. Like, I'm uh-huh. so sorry, Lex. That's that's really awful. And putting the blame on our wedding coordinators thinking that they didn't do it. No, they delivered. Yeah. They, it's a good thing you didn't it's just, say anything. He, he, he intercepted it. Well, because I was going to say like a good kind of like savvy tip for something like that. Like, you know, if you have something at your wedding for anyone listening that you really know, like this is something we really want to enjoy. We always suggest putting somebody in your bridal party in charge of it because Mm -hmm. it makes them feel like really special that they were put in charge of like this one specific thing, right? And then they'll be like, oh, you know, if they want Ben and Jerry's, this is my one job. Like I have got to make sure they have that in their hands. 
but like yep. you know you're the, the man that married you didn't even seem to feel that pressure so <laughs> <laughs> another idea that, that lex saw that we thought was cool for wedding which we wish we did was the before and after video oh, it, yeah, the getting video of your whole uh, bridal or you know groom party. Um, you know, here, I'm blah blah blah, and this is me having my first drink. If you're like that kind of, if it's that kind of you know thing. Now, if you guys you know aren't that kind of crowd, obviously don't do that. But we thought it was dope. We're like, oh, imagine if we did that. It was the hey, what's up? Um, you know, Karen, this is this is me having my first drink. Cheers, and then uh, at the end, getting video of their last drink. You know. <laughs> I love that, like yeah, yeah like TikTok trend or whatever. Yeah, that you yeah whatever. The, all those little things I like, look up because Lex found so many ideas, you know, from that. It's so cool, such a cool. Because I'm not, she's more of the social media person, and she watches all those videos, and I'm not really a get online video watcher kind of person, which I know annoys her because she sends me like six videos a day, and no, I <laughs> maybe watch half of one. Um, I know when you show me, per, like on your phone, I watch them. She gave me a look. It's like a love language <laughs> thing, right? But like, it's it's like, you know, for all, yeah, for all the people out there who are, you know, aren't the social media people, have somebody check it out because there's so many cool ideas to get. And I know she was on you know, doing the Etsy thing a lot for ideas, but you just search like just things that you love. Like I think she searched like cassette tapes or like what did you? I forget what you searched, but it was something like old school because we were, you know, we had vinyl records as our placemats because we both love music. So she searched bit of some like music, old school or like you know nineties, two thousands, those kind of things. And he, like just just a tip, you know, for people who maybe aren't so great or don't have like all these crazy ideas, but like, well, I don't know how to pull off these ideas. Just search nineties, two thousands what decor you know stuff like that and then all of a sudden we found these custom-made cassette tape centerpieces if we just took that idea and we put dope flowers in them and like lights in them and little things like that that made like the wedding unique and special i love that there was really like a nostalgia kind of like vibe to everything a millennial's oh, yeah. dream like to have insync yellow card bowling for soup cassettes vinyl it was crazy it's a yeah. <laughs> it really was I need I, I need to learn more about this champagne kegerator thing. I feel like I've never seen one of oh, those before. That sounds yeah, amazing. So <laughs> they also we also had so the same um, same girls that do bubble tap do one that is craft like cocktails. So we had like a tasting before where we went in and we talked about everything we liked. You know, we love whatever it is, acai, hibiscus, our spirit, favorite spirit is gin, whiskey, vodka, and they custom make these craft cocktails. And then it's the same kind of thing. It's a trailer that has that. So if you want a very, very smart way to um, not have a giant line at your wedding, you know, for the bar, which is obviously the biggest things like you're gonna have 30 people deep. When people are going to the bar and ordering, you know, an old fashioned or Manhattan or, you know, any of these drinks that you would love to have at your wedding that you know you can't because they take too long to make, um, that trailer idea is genius because we had three different cocktails that normally that we loved that we named and that we normally would take a bartender, you know, 10 minutes to make now is in on tap. Wow. So that was a great idea. And they're doing that, you know, all over the place now um, with that trailer. So that's genius. And then we also did four different bars. So we had a, a tequila bar, we had a vodka bar, we had a beer and wine bar, and then we had... Um, whatever the whiskey bar, and then that as well. So that was a way to keep traffic flowing. So there wasn't like a bunch of gridlock over there at the bar. <laughs> yeah, it looked like you had quite a few people there. How many guests total was it? Um, what was the final guest total, babe? Do you remember? 367. That is like a festival. 
You guys had a good well, that crowd. Was, that was that was toned down too. I had to. It was tough. To, <laughs> it was a originally yeah. It was six hundred invites, and then at some point we had to cut off. Uh, well, for for the most part, any plus ones. Yeah, it's so hard. The guest list is honestly the trickiest. I think Impossible. for couples, no Impossible. matter like what size you're thinking of. Oh my god! Just know that you're gonna upset you know, people somehow. So it just, just be prepared for it. And it, it is what it is. There's no way to please everybody. So don't try. For sure. That's great. So as we wrap this up, you've already given us like uh, so many nuggets of amazing advice, but if there, is there anything that you want to leave with, you know, fellow brides and grooms who are planning their weddings um, now that you're on the other side of it, is there any like lasting piece of advice or anything you would like to share about the process? If you can, you know, like try to, uh, for me, like I think one of the cool, most special parts about our wedding is that we try to also keep in mind of like spending the most time that you can it, uh, with each other, but also, you know, with the people that came. Um, so we spread ours out over three days. Um, the day before we did a, we, our rehearsal dinner, we had, um, 150 people at our rehearsal dinner. It's also not very typical, but, um, anybody, especially if you have a destination wedding, we were like anybody who travels, we want to make sure that they, you know, feel that, you know, we appreciated the, you know, the fact that we know it's expensive to get there. Um, and then they took, I know, time to come there. So we wanted to make sure to spend time with them. So that's kind of why we did that. We did, we did taco trucks and, um, for our rehearsal dinner, instead of doing like the typical kind of thing. Um, and then on the, I did a golf tournament, uh, with the fellas it was a really, really fun, successful idea the day before. And then on the Sunday, the day after we had a pool party, uh, and then we, and then we went and spent our time together. So it, it was three days of getting to spend the time with people. Um, so that was very, very important. Absolutely. I love that so much. Amazing. So before we let you go, can you give everybody hey. listening all the details that they need um, to know about the release of Worth It, of like your upcoming music, where to find you, all of that fun stuff? Oh, absolutely. Uh, on the socials, uh, I'm just at Ryan Cabrera. I just, um, we just started TikTok. I did it. It's Ryan oh. Cabrera Music. So I'm um, going to start, you know, getting, having some fun with that, you know, with the release. You can check out the music video on Vivo and YouTube and Spotify and iTunes, all that fun stuff. Um, and hopefully it has as much impact on other couples as it did us and uh, just people in general. We have no I, doubt that it will. Exactly. Thank you, exactly. Thank you girls for having me. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. You've been listening to The Bouquet Toss, a podcast brought to you by The Budget Savvy Bride. We would love for you to join us in our free private community to get support and inspiration from other couples currently planning their weddings too. Consider The Bouquet tossed in your direction so you can rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. As always, stay savvy and stay tuned for our next episode. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, book nerds. nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face like, how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? 
You can find the Professional Book Nerds Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy happy reading. reading!